W.L. Viltz, your host for this great live show. Uh, we have a great show for you tonight. This is our first initial live show with the One Church Movement. Uh, I'm going to just in a moment just explain in a very concise way what the One Church Movement is. This is not a new church. This is not some type of new wave movement, uh, but in just a moment, also I'm going to introduce, or rather, better than that, I'm going to allow these two guests tonight to introduce themselves on tonight. So if you're on, on Facebook right now, if you're watching us right now, that means that you're live and you can share this with somebody else, uh, somebody who's in the church where you are or other places, you want to let them know, come right now, get in this live, uh, because this is going to bless your life and it's going to bless the leaders of the Church of Christ across this country. And so with that tonight, uh, we have with us Brother Frank Milton uh, III from what we call H-Town, Houston, Texas. We also have with us tonight Brother Darrell Williams uh, from the San Diego area, Chula Vista, California, all the way from the West Coast uh, with us on tonight. And in just a moment, I'm going to allow those guys to just introduce themselves uh, to us. But before we do that, let's open up in a word of prayer. Shall we bow and shall we pray? Our God and our Father in heaven, we say thank you. Thank you, Father, for just blessing us with the blessings that you have given us in the past, in the present, and in the future. Father, we pray that you will forgive us, please, for our sins and our shortcomings of this life. We, yes. Father, ask that your blessings will be upon us tonight. Be on this live show tonight, Father God. The things we say, uh, the things that we think of tonight is in alignment with your word. And, Father God, tonight we ask that you be with your two men servant, that you may bless them, Father God, to be a blessing uh, to us. Lord, we ask that you may bless the church wherever she may be on tonight. Lord, we just ask your presence be upon us on tonight, that all glory go to <laughs> our God. Thank you for all that you do, all mm -hmm. that you are doing and all that you will do. For this yes. is the prayer we offer in the mighty name of Jesus, your son and our savior, let us say amen. Amen. All righty, while we have done that now, let's just briefly explain to you what the One Church Movement is. And it's basically an encouragement to the church at large. In other words, it's to encourage the church to get back or to continue to do the very mission or take care of the business of the Lord in the, com the community where we are. And so I believe, and I think others do as well, that if the church is in a community, that church should be influential, that church should be impacting its community. Any church that lies in a community that is not known by its community, I believe that church is just taking up space and taking up property tonight when we should really be influencing the community where we are. So basically, it's an encouragement that we can focus on the mission of our Lord and that we may impact the lives in our community for the Lord Jesus Christ, that he may receive not some, not a small portion, but that he might receive all of the glory. Now, at this time, what I want to do is we want to allow these guests to introduce themselves, tell us who they are, where they're from, where they minister, how long they've been doing it on tonight. I can do that tonight, but I'd rather let them do it tonight. That way I won't mess up anything on tonight. Let's start with the one who's closest to us, and that is Brother Frank Milton III. 
Thank you, Brother Viltz. I appreciate the invite, and I'm excited to be being on the show, this live feed tonight. But my name is Brother Frank Melton III, and I minister to the Dominion Park Church of Christ yes, in the Houston, Texas area, formerly known for about 55, 56 years as the Shady Acres, Shady Acres. Church of Christ. And uh, many of you out there that are watching live may uh, know a group called the Melody Air. So that's where most people remember me from. And most pe people remember my father, who was a yes, minister sir. for over uh, 47 years at the Shady Acres Church of Christ. But I've been there now going on, oh man, almost some seven, eight years back mm. home at now the Dominion Park Church of Christ. And um, we've transitioned now. We're we're in transition and we're we're moving and we're, we're praying God continue to shower his blessings upon us. So I'm, once again, I'm excited, Brother Bill, and all the guests to be here yeah. tonight. And I thank you for inviting me. Amen. Yes, sir. You're very welcome. Very welcome. Also, Brother Dow Williams. Amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Biltz, thank you so much for the invitation. We give all praise and glory to God for yeah. you just having the vision to put something powerful like this together. Uh, and I pray that it will be successful as you move forward and have other guests uh, come on and share in this most important uh, topic. It's good to uh, meet uh, Brother Melton, even though we're meeting online. I just hey, meet man. each other. Wow. And, uh, I, I, <laughs> as Brother Bills mentioned, I am Brother Williams. I labor with the saints at the East Palomar Street Church of Christ. We are in Chula Vista, California. We're about, uh, oh, I'd say about 10 or 15 minutes south of downtown San Diego and probably about uh, the same distance away from the border. So we are down here in the corner of the country, if you will. And uh, we are surrounded, uh, even though it's uh, probably the eighth or ninth largest city uh, in the United States, we are surrounded by an ocean to the west, a desert to the east, another country to the south and a, and a big old military base to the north. Yes, so sir. we kind of feel a little bit boxed in here, but I've been with the Saints there for about 15 years as a member and probably about the last eight as the minister. And I uh, was kind of brought up under uh, the late brother Calvin Bowers at Figueroa Street Church of Christ. Uh, and I owe quite a bit uh, to him for the training. And uh, I am just trying to be a humble servant to help my community grow in the Lord. Amen, amen. Again, thanks, a big thanks uh, to you guys by being with us on on tonight and a big thanks for all of you who are with us at this time and those who will watch this live afterwards. And our goal and desire is every last Monday of each month, uh, we're gonna come and we're gonna do this live show of the One Church Movement. So we'll have different guests from across this country. And, uh, and so we want you to talk it up. We want you to share it up and pray it up as much as you possibly can that this particular live can be an encouragement to all who come across it, all right? So tonight, let's get started. And uh, what I wanna do uh, is ask our guests uh, just a few questions tonight, and we want to just discuss and dialogue uh, among ourselves. Uh, and I promise if you stay with us, we'll be done uh, by eight o'clock on tonight. So we don't want all of your time, but we do want some of your precious time on tonight. And so let's get started. The first question that I want to pose to our guests uh, on tonight uh, is this. With so much happening in our world today and, and, and so much happening around uh, the Lord's church, uh, in America and in the world. As leaders of the Lord's church, 
What are you guys seeing? What, how do you see uh, the large church in the 21st century? What is your view uh, of the large church? If somebody would just ask you, how do you see God's church in America, in the world? What would you say uh, to that individual uh, on tonight? Let's start with Brother Dale Williams uh, on tonight. Okay, you unmute Brother Williams. Okay. My bad. Sorry about that, brother. Yeah, I said, I, I, without getting too complicated and too far into the weeds or details, I would just say that the church, in my view right now, is in transition. It's probably always been in, in transition. If you go back to the book of Acts and you walk your way through, you always see that the church was in transition. I think that we are in that phase right now. When I look at what, you know, the impact of COVID and what it's had on their membership then I look at the reintroduction or integration of technology, not so much into the services, but people are going on live, actually what we're doing right now, being on Zoom and things of that nature. Uh, then uh, the, uh, not so much the accountability, but the relevance. What, what is the relevance of the church in the young folks' mind today? I think we have some things to discuss uh, in that area. And obviously education, education of both the people that are within our congregations, uh, the people that are in our family members, and in uh, the minister, the ministerial capacity. We need to be training brothers. So we're, we're I see that we're in a, a transition in, in that regards, and then obviously uh, continued fellowship with everyone else. Great, that's, that's fine. We'll come back uh, to that, but Williams, thank you so much. Let's let Brother Frank Milton uh, spill uh, his uh, knowledge to us on tonight, but Frank. Thank you. I will. I believe that uh, God orchestrated a, a wake up call for the church, if you will, because we were somewhat, I don't know, in y'all's area, the neck of the woods, but it felt, felt we were somewhat comfortable with uh, church going and the church life and just being amongst ourselves. But this has compelled us to take another view, you know at what the church really needs to be about. And so it, it caused us to redirect things that rather than being reactive, now we have to be proactive and be ahead of things. And if we're gonna be like what Jesus said, the light of the world and that city that sits on the hill and not be hid at no longer, we have to be out front making uh, moves as Christ did, just be and uh, like, um, Wilson mentioned that we got to be pushing uh, toward being the in the community and being mm. visible in this day and time. So yes. that's that's what I see. We just got to be more proactive than we have been in the past and being yeah. in the forefront of things and not be the last ones to to be yeah. in the wake of all. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys bring up some great points. Great points. I want to just just labor uh, shortly on something that I thought that was very significant. Uh, one, but Wilson. Uh, uh, Williams make mention of the transitioning uh, of the church, uh, and uh, it's ironic uh, because our church is transitioning uh, in, in the leadership, the eldership right now. Uh, one of our elders is stepping down, another elder is coming into uh, the church, so we're in that transitional phase. And then I want to come back to uh, what Brother Milton make mention about being out front uh, as the Lord's church, being out front as opposed to being behind. Uh, and instead of reacting, we are proactive uh, as the church. And, and so let's let, let's go back and let's just 
just discuss and dialogue uh, with Brother uh, Williams make mention about the transitioning. And, and oftentimes, or uh, should I say sometimes, people think that transitioning is a bad thing. Uh, I don't think transitioning is a bad thing. Uh, it depends on in which direction are you transitioning to, right? Uh, you can transition into a negative or you can transition into a positive. You can transition going downward or you can transition going upward. It all depends who's leading that train, right? So so when we transition, and I think, I think uh, and I, I rely heavily, and I know you guys do too, is heavily to rely on the Holy Spirit, right? But, but not only that, the Holy Spirit and the word, but I think we have to be very vigilant on what's happening around us, right? You know, uh, one of the things that we, uh, back in the days, you know, people were talking about, well, you know, uh, our message remains the same, but our methods needs to change, right? So in the church, a lot of churches really believe in holding on to a lot of traditions and in yeah. that they hold on to a lot of methods that is not effective uh, in this century. So it might have worked in 1960 and 1970 and 1980, but if we want to be what the Lord, what I believe would have us to be is that we better change the methods, never change the message, but change your methods that you can speak the language of the people today, right? So transitioning is very important, but we must transition uh, being in alignment with the word of God that we may be pleasing first to him. And then secondly, that we may reach the people that God wants us to reach in that. So, so your thoughts on that, brother Williams, just to get a little bit more uh, from uh, that, that meat bone, if you will, and then allowing brother Milton also to, to spill some uh, on that uh, on tonight, brother Williams. Yes, sir. Brother Belts, I agree hundred percent. And uh, that's why I kind of brought up the technology piece because I was, driving to work one day, I don't know, some months ago, and I stopped uh, at the intersection. I looked across the street, there was a bus stop, and there's a college not too far from my house, but there was probably about 10 or 12 young people at this bus stop, and every single one of them had their face down in their phone. That is where they are. They are in the social media environment. Uh, back in the day, everyone came uh, to the church, to the building, to hear the truth of the word of God. Now you have young people that have uh, different versions and encyclopedias and everything on their phone. I remember uh, numerous times uh, preaching and I saw people looking down and I thought that they were playing a video game or something. And what they were doing, yeah. they were actually looking up words and passages as I was speaking. And so when I talk about the uh, being aware of these things and, and, you know, there's a whole discussion about, you know, uh, what do you put online and things of those nature? We'll probably have a, a different conversation on that, but uh, just some of the things that we're trying to do to make sure that we have a presence online. Yeah. Not, right. not that online becomes your modus operandi, but you have to have a presence. And so that is one of the things that I think that is kind of fundamentally changing because we do have some, some congregations that may have been caught off guard by that. But hopefully they have, uh, you know, kind of kind of stepped up in that area. Amen. Amen. But Frank? Yes, sir. Y'all spot on, man. We, we <laughs> definitely have to have to take another look at how we're doing. And you're right on point, Brother Bills, when you say the methods never change the message. Because, sure. uh, you know, we and sometimes past, once again, we were so focused in uh, majoring in minor things and arguing yeah. about things that really didn't quite matter right. and it, it keeps us stifled 
and you know let's allow the holy spirit to guide us and let's be relevant mm -hmm. when it comes to being the church and right. you know let's learn how you know the first thing we got to learn how to do is let's let's learn how to love each other and accept each other for our different ways yeah. of doing things as long right. as we have the truth of god's word we should be able to be unified we should be right. bonded there should be peace and you know, those things should exist in the church if we learn how to do things like this yeah. Yeah. come together and reason that's with right. the word of god so that's right we got to focus on the main thing and keeping that's the main right thing, the that's main. it that's it keep the main thing the main <laughs> thing that's it that's it and uh, as you stated as a number of times people have uh have you know majored in minors you know and that, that you don't get in a degree uh with those things right there from the lord you know so you have to keep the main thing keep the focus man and sometimes the focus have to be focused you know and sometimes right. we get caught up on all of these other things and uh and we're missing out on uh the main thing that the lord would have us to do in that and again i, I just want to say thank you to all of you guys who are on right now on our facebook live and even those who will come afterwards uh in that uh i want to just now go to uh what uh brother frank was making mentioning earlier about having leadership uh how we're going before having being proactive uh not waiting uh for things to happen and then we're trying to figure out how to do things, you know, that we already ahead of the curve uh, in that. And that's one thing that in the church, or should I say in the community, in a number of cities, there are a, a number of people who do not believe, and uh, and it's not a right or wrong thing, they, do, they don't believe that they ought to get involved in community uh, activities, community uh -huh. involvement. Uh, if, if, for example, if there's a councilman uh, who's in your over your district uh, in your community who wants uh, the the preachers, the ministers to come together and work together for the greater good of the church or the greater good of the community, should I say, if you are in that community, now this is what my belief is: if you are in that community, uh, we're not trying to share, uh, you know. Uh, take on the doctrine of some other faith or some denomination, but we're trying to reach our community, right? We're trying mm -hmm. to affect change in the community. Now, what I believe is, is that the church and the Holy Spirit would lead us to get involved with that. And because of that, we could, like Brother Frank was saying, perhaps take the leadership role, uh, lead others in that particular community involvement. And who knows what type of influence the church could have in that event uh, and then who knows how many souls will come to Christ because of that. But if you hold back and neglect and not get involved in those things, well, people won't see you as a friendly uh, church. They'll see you as a church who's standoffish, who standoffish, one who does not want to be involved in making change in the community. And, and as I stated, we're not trying to take on somebody else's doctrine or faith. You know, no, no, no. We're just trying to affect change in the community. And the more we are involved in the community we build a rapport and a relationship with the community and whenever the church puts something on in the community they'll be like okay i know yeah yeah yeah, i know that congregation i know that preacher i know those elders i know those people they were trying to help us to change here without young people they were trying to help counsel marriages they were trying to change the drug war in our city oh yeah i know them i know brother frank milton i know brother Dale williams yeah so we will have easier access 
to the community when we get out there uh, to try to change and affect change in the community with that. So, so, so what you guys uh, say with that, since Brother Frank brought it up, I'll allow Brother Frank to go ahead and, uh, and just share some more knowledge on that and then Brother Williams. You are absolutely correct with that. We have to be out there because what did Jesus do? I remember 20 years ago, we used to walk around with bracelets and shirts with WWJD. What did Jesus do? Jesus, he Jesus. met the needs of the people exactly. and he caught them where they were. And then he was able to do what he came to do. Exactly. And so when we are meeting needs, it's not that we're trying to uh, uh, fellowship in their their congregations right. and uh, sharing doctrine and teachers and learning. What we need to do is be out front. Like we said earlier, yeah. we need to be out front to yeah. be able to reach those because they're going to remember when yeah. the, the others are out there, well, they they have uh, they helped us when we were hungry. We needed this. That's and, right. and that's who they're going to be attracted to. And it's so easy to get off course in this world because there's so many different doctrines. But yeah. the Bible talks about the one church that we that's are right. talking about tonight that needs to be in the forefront of yeah. caring and sharing the word of God. Amen. Amen. I, I, you brought another thought to it, light bulb came uh -oh. on. But Williams, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, this is an excellent question, Brother Bill. And uh, I think uh, my my approach, at least uh, at this point in time, because, you know, everything kind of happens in stages, depends on the needs mm -hmm. of your local congregation. Uh, but for, for me, I've really tried to stress educating our members, mm -hmm. because it is our members that are are interacting with the community just as much as we are. Obviously, right. we have to have lives that reflect the values of Christ Jesus. But mm -hmm. even when they are interacting on their jobs, at ball games, at the at the supermarket with their with their immediate family and extended family, those are what you can call entry points. Those are mm -hmm. opportunities when exactly. people can be invited or they can talk about things. Because right now in this times, people are struggling. Yeah. And what they're looking for is someone that's really spiritual yeah. that they might be able to have a conversation with that they haven't been able to have up until that time. And so mm -hmm. uh, for me, at least at, at this stage, it's really trying to encourage uh, the membership uh, so that they be, can become proactive as we, as we was mentioned earlier, yeah. instead of, uh, instead of reactive. Yeah. It's uh, you guys bring up a number of great points uh, on tonight. Uh, something that we made mention actually Sunday but Frank made mention about mm -hmm. letting your light so shine, being a city on a hill, right? Mm -hmm. Man, look, I, <laughs> I don't know, man, a better verse right now at the top of my head that shows that the Lord's church should be in front, that the Lord's church should have leadership within his community. Let your light so shine, especially when he mm -hmm. says, that you are a city. Mm. I, I wish we had the time to just break that down. You are a city on a hill that mm. cannot be here. Now, I, I just want you guys to think about just what does a city provide? The, a city provides <laughs> security. A city yes, provides health care. A city provides food and welfare. You Come know, on, a huh? city provides relationship. You know, what is our uh, family oriented, uh, financial uh, institutions, education, uh, as Brother Williams make mention, a city, you can find all of those things within a city. 
So when I look at the church and as he used to describe his people that let your light so shine before men or before this world that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. But the city part, you are a city on a hill who cannot be here. Look, the church, the Lord provided the church with everything we need. That's right. Everything we need is in the church, right? We got to utilize those things. Sometimes we, sometimes we don't want to use the resources that we have by way of those members in our church. Look, we got to turn them loose, man. We got to put these folk in, in active ministries. We got to give them opportunities. Look, there are some people who do some great things on the outside of the four walls of the church who are That's sitting right. dormant on the church. Amen. Don't do Amen. nothing because they're afraid. The leadership don't Amen. want to turn them loose. Look, we got to let these people get to working in the Lord's oh, yeah. church that the church can become a blessing to its community. Everything Amen. we need is in the church. That's why it's called the body, right? Mm -hmm. Everything God gives for the working to be effective at, in the world, God gave it to us. Otherwise, mm -hmm. look, we would have every excuse in the book. We could say, Lord, we don't have it. But yes, you do, right? Yes, you He's do. the head. <laughs> He's the head. We don't need a head. We got one already. But we're the body, right? That's so right. we're a representation of Christ Amen. down here on the earth, man. And you guys are just getting me excited, man, on tonight mm. uh, because of this Amen. thing here. And, and I hope that mm. the members who are watching across the board, mm. ideas, you know, the light bulb, and I hope they come to the leaders and say, look, look, can we do this underneath your mm. guidance, underneath your leadership? Yeah. Can we do that? We, we, we think if we do this over here, it'll be a blessing, you know? And, and look, this thing here is about refocus, refocusing our minds on really well, what we should be doing in the church, because sometimes we get blinded, you know, there's so much going on in the world. And a lot of time we get to doing things and then the needs of the people is not being met. Right. And, and I like this Amen. Galatians chapter six, verse 10. Therefore, when you have opportunity, do, do, good, good. do good to all, all men, all men. <laughs> That's right. to, to all <laughs> men, but especially, especially, especially of those in the household of faith. All right. Uh, with that, let's keep it moving. Let's keep it rolling uh, with that tonight. Uh, let me just, just ask you guys uh, on tonight, uh, what is it that you guys, uh, one thing, should I say, because I know sometimes there are a number of things we're doing as a church or trying to do. What is it that is one thing that you guys are currently doing now or planning to do in the future to reach the community uh, that where you labor? Uh, one thing or uh, what you're trying to do in the future, or you may be doing it right now that you want to share with us that may bless some other congregation uh, life or uh, on tonight. Uh, Brother Williams. Yes, Brother Bills, once again, uh, this is just a wonderful, wonderful conversation and topic. And, and I know we're constrained for time, so I'll try to be brief. But one of the things that I'm really proud of there at Palomar that we are doing, we realize and understand that it's a little bit more acute, I think, in black and brown communities. Um, where we tend to, uh, as a community, kind of smother mental health. Uh, we kind of take mental health and just say, oh, that's Uncle Johnny, or that's, that's Sister So-and-So, or that's my cousin. He always been a little, you know, off or whatever, but yeah. it has ravaged our community. And uh, if we see a person uh, with crutches or a cane or in a wheelchair, we'll all stop and open the door for them because we automatically see some type of impediment. But when a person has a mental health issue, we don't recognize it as such. And so we just 
turn them loose right in our yeah. community. So yeah. uh, I would say right now we have about 60 to 70% of our membership that are trained in mental health awareness uh, first responders. Uh, for about three or four years now, we have had trained professionals from Mental Health America San Diego come to our church building mm. and train our members. And it's not just for our local congregation, but it's for the whole city. Yeah. One of the things that was really surprising and, and, and beneficial to us was we had about 10 nursing students from San Diego State that came to our uh, congregation and took this eight-hour course. And, you know, just dealing with uh, compulsive uh, disorders, panic disorders, mm. uh, schizophrenia, all these different things that, you know, we can speak to the community or to our people from a spiritual perspective. Yeah. But sometimes they are dealing with some things that if we can't recognize it, then we can't help them, you know, get the assistance that they need. So for us, that that's probably one of the things that I'm, I'm really appreciative of, of there at uh, Palomar Street. Amen. 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 <clears throat> but Frank. Amen. Um, a couple of things that we were able to do. Uh, one, we were able to partner up with uh, the Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee. Uh, she's based in Houston, Texas. She always says she drives, she rides a plane to church. I mean, to, to work, but we were able to partner up with her office and we've done a couple of events. Now realize we are in transition as well yeah. for about three years and COVID slowed out down our building program. So where we're building, we want to really touch and impact that community. So we were mm -hmm. able to partner up with her and she's um, doing like free vaccines, free booster shots, yeah. free shots for the children that, you know, when they started the, the children from what, five to age 11, I think it was, okay. uh, they were able to come out and to, uh, be get vaccinated for free. And along with that, uh, she gives away food packages. So we were able to put flyers out and let the community come out and let them know that, you know, the Dominion Park Church of Christ is coming uh, and Sheila Jackson Lee is involved yeah. with us. And so yeah. that, that attracted them to come. Yeah. And one other good thing came out of that, we were able to partner up with a, a school um, right two blocks away. It's an elementary mm -hmm. school. We adopted that, that school, yeah. which okay. also in turn allowed me to become a part of that spring, spring ISD, a part of the ministerial alliance. Yeah. And so yeah. we're just making connections. And I, you yeah. know, I just know there's some things that we haven't been doing right in the past on our end. I don't know, you, you guys might have it together, but I know yeah. for our congregation, we were just yeah. kind of like you were saying, at first, and I'm just going to be real, we were just in a community mm -hmm. and we, we were losing touch with what was going on around us at first. So yeah. now we want to make it our business to be involved with that community. And that's yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, this is this is awesome, man. Look, uh, great for uh, East Palomar, you know, great for Dominion, uh, you know, for the work that you guys are doing currently and all of the fruits that you guys will see. Uh, from those things. And, 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 you know, it, it, it just causes me to be excited because it lets us know that we are on the right track. And currently right now, uh, you know, of course, one of our guys who are running us right now, uh, brother Kemp uh, is, is, is head of our young adult uh, ministry. And this coming March, uh, yes, they will, they will have an event that, that, that is supportive of mental health. And, uh, and so, uh, it lets us know that we are on the right track. And, and even like Brother Williams, we are currently right now uh, dealing with 
uh, Mr. Darrell Hurst, who is over District 5 in our city, uh, as becoming a distribution center uh, right there in North Baton Rouge. So I, it just lets us know, man, that we are on the right track. You guys are on the right track. We're doing what God wants us to do. And look, just 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 reach out and touch somebody. You know, just yeah. get up and do something. You know, you may not be doing this, but just be actively involved in your community, reaching out mm -hmm. to the people, letting them know that if you need something, we are here. You know, we are not so out of touch with the community that we don't want to help you guys, not that we can't help you guys, but we want to remain relevant and we want to remain a resource in our community that if there's some great need that you guys know where to come and who to turn to, right? Yeah, and, and, the church, and the church needs to be ready. We can't say, well, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let us go pray first and then we'll come back and then we'll help you. No, we need to already be prayed up. We need to already be prepared, right? We need to already have a team that is mm -hmm. ready to go That's out it. and to help and to assist. And, and as I say that, uh, we got a team that is that has been built at the church uh, led by one of our dear sisters, uh, who's a senior citizen and she's very active, man. And she's, she's getting them together. She has already put the team together. And, and a matter of fact, they got a meeting that is coming up shortly. I believe if they didn't have it already. And so we need to just get out and do it. And look, my mind went to uh, Matthew chapter five, I believe, uh, where mm -hmm. the uh, Mark chapter five, Mark chapter five, where the man who was cutting himself, who was changed up, uh, who the fetus could not could hold him, uh, the man who uh, had had, had lost his mind and, and yeah. legion was a thousand, yeah. you know, six thousand, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. demons that was in him, you know. So um, I said it to say this: he he, he was he was insane, right? Uh, but when he came to Jesus, <laughs> the Bible oh. says he was in his sitting down. He was in his right mind. Man, look, y'all, I'm telling you, look, the community cannot be in their right mind if we never take Jesus to them, man, you know, you know what I'm saying? So, so, so involve yourself and, and let Jesus, right? Let Jesus take the demons out. We can't take no demons out, but That's we right. can connect them. We can connect them to the man who can, right? And so, uh, again, man, look, man. we're just... Just, just very awesome discussion and dialogue uh, on tonight. And I know it's helping somebody somewhere. And so we thank God and give glory to him. Uh, as we come to a close uh, on tonight, Brother uh, but Frank and Brother uh, Darrell, if you can say anything, anything tonight to the church, you know, if you can say anything to the church of Christ at large to encourage the church, what would you tell the church tonight? Just one thing. What would you take, say to the church tonight that they can take within their spirit and they can benefit from it uh, on, on tonight? Brother Williams. Yeah, Brother Vils, that's a, that's a wonderful um, um, you know, statement you made there. And if I had to try to narrow it down to one thing, uh, I would really come back to unity. Mm. I would come back to unity. Because as mentioned before, there's a lot of fractures. Some of them I understand. Some of them uh, don't make as much sense to me, but they exist. Yeah. And I believe that, you know, when you, when you take that and you pair that with autonomy, we become little individual um, entities, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> Satan is very good at dividing and conquering. So as long as we stay separate and apart in these little in these little entities, yeah. we can never come together as mm -hmm. a body should function. The head, the foot, 
the arm, the legs, the lungs, as a body mm. should function. Yeah. And I think that that's important for us because uh, right now our youth are being inundated, inundated with uh, uh, Hebrew Israelite doctrine, comedic sciences, yes. uh, all manner of things yeah. that are coming towards yeah. our young people. And in some of these critical issues, the church is either silent because they were caught off guard or when they became aware, they were unprepared. Yeah. And so I believe that we have brilliant minds throughout the body of Christ, but Absolutely. because of our disunity, we are not able to pool our resources and have training and curriculum so that we can, again, educate the people. Mm, it's about yeah, the people. Yeah, it's about yeah. the membership. Mm -hmm. We must, 1 Corinthians, uh, um, I'm, I'm losing the text right now, but 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 training the congregation mm -hmm. so, so that they can perfect the ministry, so they can go out and, and work the ministry. Yeah. We uh, encourage, we uplift, we educate, but a lot of the groundwork, grassroots movement of spreading the gospel has got to include the people. Amen, man. Amen. I tell you, I just, <laughs> I wish we had two, three hours on this, man. Uh, but Frank, but Frank, come on, man. I know you, I know you just burning to just give us something. I tell you, I, I'm just going to give some proverbial wisdom. <laughs> the first thing that comes to mind, you asked about encourage the church, because we are in a place where many have gotten stronger or they've gotten a lot weaker based yeah. on being, you know, in the body. Yeah. And so we know that a body that's at risk is going to stay at risk. Yeah. And so I would just say somebody who's needs some encouragement, Proverbs 3 and 5, uh, hmm. trust in the Lord. Trust. trust in the Lord with all your heart. Yeah. And yeah. lean not to your own understanding, but in all mm -hmm. thy ways, acknowledge him. Yeah. And, and he, he will direct mm -hmm. your path. See, we, yes, we, we don't trust like we should. We don't yeah. acknowledge him like we should. We don't yeah. lean on him like we should. Yeah. And so who you think gonna direct your path if we don't have yeah. those type of, that direction that yeah. we in? So and 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 brother Will uh, William said it uh, best, man. If you, yeah. if you got all these different uh, things that are coming to the church's different mm -hmm. beliefs and our young folks are really being subject to some of these things and if we're yeah. not talking to them and just going back again to Proverbs yeah. 22 we have to train them up train them we have to get in the room with them because yeah. that age when they turn youth your young adult age when they're able to like go to college and make some decisions say well you know what I went yeah. to church for 18 years but now I'm in college my mama don't know if I'm going or not yeah. That's when you start losing if you don't train them yeah. up. Little Johnny needs to know what, what uh, Jesus is all about. Yeah. Three, four, five, yeah. six, all the way up. And so if you're training them up, yeah. you know, that will encourage them and that will equip them yeah. you know, for the most part. They're going to have to be, uh, be who they need to be for God and yeah. have their own relationship with him. But That's I believe right. it's so important to dig in these children's lives and yeah. Be a party, go to the games and all those things that just yeah, show we care. Yeah. And I, if, we, if we do those things, we won't lose so many because you know that they're out there seeing yeah, all this commotion. Yeah. And the church sometimes, again, we're the quietest thing going when it comes yeah. to being in the lives of our youth and even some of our older members. So we just yeah. got to be more involved. Yeah. And I think it was said earlier as the body and function. Yeah. together and work yeah. together for that yeah year. yeah yeah man look uh awesome man jobs great response tonight 
And uh, we just got to break the silence, break the silence, man, break the silence, man. Stop, stop being silent on certain issues in your community. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's your community. If the church is in the community, that's yeah. your community. Don't mm -hmm. allow the church down the street to dominate your community. That's your community, Amen. man. You know, Amen. God got you in that place to affect change, you know, mm -hmm. so go out there and do it. And look, uh, there was a coach of ours not long ago, Coach uh, Coach O down here, and he would tell the guys, tell the team, you know, block out the noise, block out the noise. There are many people talking. There are a number of things taking place, but block out the noise. Focus. We need focus. to have tunnel vision, you know, tunnel vision in the church. Yeah. Focus. Your focus need focus. And mm -hmm. our young people, leadership need to understand that young people are not only the church of tomorrow, but they are becoming the church of today. That's Therefore, right, we got to indoctrinate them as much as we can, you know, mm -hmm. with the doctrine of Christ. They need to know. They need mm -hmm. to know, you know what I'm saying, that the mm -hmm. others will not have influence, but the Lord and his people need to have influence on them with the word of God and the mm -hmm. Holy Spirit uh, in their lives. And, man, I'm telling you guys, uh, man, y'all just opened the doors for a number of things tonight for us to talk about, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, and listen. Uh, the church leaders need to work together better than what Definitely. we know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, you know, one church is trying to be the church in the city. That, that preacher is trying to be the uh -oh, Jesus Bill. preacher in the uh -oh, city. Bill. Look, man, they will, look, that's yeah. the greatest preacher to ever live. He died, he was buried, and he rose again, and he's on the right hand of the Father. Ain't nobody going to be him. I don't care what you say. There's only one. You ain't going to be him. So our job is Amen. to work as a team. It's not a tug of war. Our job is to work together. And if we work together, we can become that influence. We can impact. We can inform. And we can leave an imprint of Jesus on the hearts of people that will change right. their life throughout eternity. Oh, yeah. Right? Amen. So if we Amen. work together, man, it's not about Hollywood. It's not about East Palomar, Dominion. It's about the church, the ecclesia, mm -hmm. the call mm -hmm. out. Our mm -hmm. job is to work together as a force mm -hmm. in the city against mm -hmm. the devil. Listen, the devil, look, the devil ain't slowing down. That's right. No. He ain't slowing no. down. So we should not no. back up and slow down. And, uh, and every Sunday, I tell the church, you know, here, or rather, I tell the church periodically, that Sunday is the family reunion. The family come together mm -hmm. on Sunday. Mm -hmm. We come to mm -hmm. praise God. <laughs> we come to worship God in spirit Amen. and in truth. Amen. And when mm -hmm. we leave them doors, our job, as Brother Frank says, is to go and be a light. Mm -hmm. Be a light to the world, man. Go be a light. Be that city on the hill that when people need, they'll yeah. be able to say, oh, I know what the light is. You know, mm -hmm. I know what the light is. And man, look, tonight, oh man, I see in you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I see the light. Yes, I see the light. And yes, man, look, uh, man, this has been great. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm thankful, you know, for you guys for saying yes uh, to our mm -hmm. first initial uh, uh, start of the One Church Movement. Appreciate you guys mm -hmm. so very much uh, on mm -hmm. tonight. Uh, appreciate Brother Williams all the way from the West Coast. Appreciate Brother Milton from H-Town right down the street. And uh, and, and I have one of uh, my guys who go to church with Brother Frank, yeah. uh, Brother Irvin L. Wilson, uh, one of my partners, my homeboy uh, from back home. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, uh, good guy, good family guy. And uh, so connecting us uh, together. And yes, then uh, Brother Williams uh, connected uh, by way of East Palomar, uh, you know, out there <clears throat> in Chula Vista. So Brother Frank, but Williams, man, I can't thank you guys enough for Bless what you've you done tonight, man. You guys have mm -hmm. really blessed me. You have really blessed mm -hmm. the church and everybody who will hear this. 
uh, on tonight. Mm -hmm. It has really been a catalyst for some that we do not know uh, on tonight. Mm -hmm. A big thanks mm -hmm. for all of you Christians, your saints who are on right now and even those who will see uh, later on. Uh, we will come back in March, the last Monday at seven o'clock. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. And look, big thanks to our guys. And we're going to close out in a word of prayer. Big, big thanks to C. Kemp. Uh, on tonight, uh, Cornell Kemp uh, for doing what he do for the Hollywood Street Church. A great blessing uh, to us. And thank you. And, and my wife, she hooked me up tonight. My wife, I got to send out to Nipkin. Amen. Better do that. Amen. Uh, tonight, Amen. Because I got to go to bed and sleep well uh, yes, on right. tonight. So, fellas, look, thank you again. And we promise that we'll be out by eight and we're going to keep our word uh, to Facebook audience on tonight. And we're going to close out. Uh, in a word of prayer, and uh, and that's going to be our live show for tonight. And thank you. We're going to ask, Amen. but Frank, if you don't mind, and closes out in a very short, concise prayer on tonight. And once again, thank you guys. But Frank, thank you, man. Father God, we come to you right now in the mighty, precious name of Jesus. We thank you for this dialogue tonight that uh, dug into your word. We thank you for Brother Bills and the Hollywood thank Church of Christ, Brother Williams, and all of us who came together to wrap our minds around what you sent, and that's love, Jesus Christ. We ask that those who are listening will be edified and be able to be encouraged to do a little bit more for your king. We love you. We thank you most of all for Jesus Christ. And in his name we pray. Jesus. All say amen. 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 All right. Amen. Thank you guys again. Appreciate you much. And be amen. talking to you guys uh, shortly. Thank you guys who are watching. And thank you guys who will be watching and uh, keep in mind the one church movement. And remember, all glory goes to our God. We love you. Be blessed and be safe. God bless. All right. See you. Welcome to the age. When you come down here, welcome to the age. The Church of Christ at Hollywood Street. No, never. Sometimes in life we are faced with situations that are extremely difficult to handle. We find ourselves in tough crisis and we may even be afraid. Well, we want to encourage you with this song and we want you to realize that whatever situation that you are faced with, you should put your total faith and trust in the Lord and know that he promised in his word that he would never leave us nor forsake us. His children are never alone. Come on, nephew, give us that assurance to make it through these trials. I've seen the lightning flashing, and I heard, I heard the thunder roll. Oh, I felt sin's breakers dashing. They were trying.